morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Thank you so much once again for tuning in to the Church Board Confessions podcast. I'm your host, Emanuel Hecke. And man, this episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be a little different because um, I would say I'm pretty transparent and vulnerable on every episode, but I really wanted to just talk about what I've been going through like this past three days. Um, I believe that, you know, while I was going through it, um, it didn't really like make sense. And I was really upset that I was like, you know, I had this, you know, insecurity attack and everything. But I feel like, you know what, like maybe I had it for a reason um, and God has delivered me from it. Um, so I can get behind this mic and I can talk to you guys today. So we're going to get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. It is an amazing day. It is an amazing Monday. Um, or whatever day that you're, that you're watching this or listening to this, it's an amazing day. Um, and today I'm going to talk about um, insecurities that I've had to overcome. Um, not so much particularly the insecurity or just ha- like my thought process to overcoming insecurities that come my way. Um, I've talked about it many, many times. I mean, starting with the first episode, talking about how I grew grew up and I was a very insecure kid. And um, it's even funny because earlier this week um, or last week, I tweeted something about how like, like if you guys would only know like where God has brought me from and how insecure I used to be. God is truly great. And I want to just glorify God in this episode and talk to you guys about how, um, you know, different like there's. There would be like times where like, okay, like, you know, I may feel insecure about something and the way the scripture and God really just the Holy Spirit really just navigates me out of it is something that I need to tell you guys in case you guys are going through something like that. Um, how you guys could start to, um, you know, maneuver out of those uh, attacks also. Um, so let's let's just start off like. You know, this past weekend, I, I was having a great, I had a great weekend, actually, all, all together. I had a great weekend, but every now and then there comes these times where I would just get insecure and like most of my insecurities revolve around trying to have people around me, whether they're strangers, whether they're not strangers, perceive me in the way that I want them to perceive me. Like I want, I'm very, I'll be very obsessed with my self image, very obsessed with the way I walk, the way I talk, the way I communicate, the way I, you know, what I'm saying the energy that I give off all of that. And I'm very high self monitoring, like a lot of the time. And um, just, you know, my whole life, it was a really is a real issue until I started to, you know, God really brought me out of it. And um, like I've said a million times, just because God's delivered you from something does not mean that the devil is going to stop using that tool. It's just that when God, when the devil now, you know, tries to, you know, make things happen, you have the tools, you have the resources, you know how to navigate your way out of that, out of those attacks. And that's where I'm at. So, you know, am I going to say I'm, I'm never insecure anymore? I am. I still get those times where insecurities can like enter my head and all that different stuff. But I'm thankful because at this point in my life, every time that those insecurities come, they go. And that's because of the word of God. That's because of what I'm about to share with you today. Um, this company is called Unassociated. And, you know, that name stems from my um, my conquering or, you know, it's really God. All glory goes to God. God delivering me out of my insecurities um, where, you know, we try to spread the word telling people that you are not what people perceive you to be. You're not the environment that you come from. You're not your past mistakes and all these other things that try to define you. Those things cannot define you. God is the only person that can define you that has defined you that has given you your identity your identity comes from god and nothing really else 
Um, but you know, for the longest, like I said, I've been relying on the people on, on how people view me in order to come up with a, a self image of myself. Um, and I've been obsessed with what people are thinking about me. And quite honestly, before I even get into, you know, how, you know, the insecurities have affected me and how I've like, you know, gotten past insecurities and everything. Um, I have to talk about how it, this is kind of embarrassing to even talk about. I don't know about you, and I'm I'm I mean, I'm sure that this happens to everybody. There are certain things that are going on in your life right now, certain things that you are battling in private right now that you are embarrassed to talk about. Deep down, I feel like I know my value, I know my worth, I know what I'm about and everything like that, right? I, I know it, I do. Um, so that's why when I get these voices in my head or these thoughts that try to combat that image of myself, I get embarrassed. I get embarrassed when I allow it to discourage me. I get embarrassed when I let it to to disrupt my uh, workflow, to disrupt what I'm doing and everything. And that's why it's even so important. Like uh, this is so important to even like address these things because it can disrupt your workflow. It can disrupt um, how you believe God views you. It can disrupt if you feel like you are worthy enough to be doing what God wants you to be doing. And I'm gonna get to that. But it's been embarrassing for me to acknowledge these things. I don't want to ever have a thought of insecurities because I feel like I know who I am and I, and I truly do deep down. So when I get these thoughts, I feel like, dang, like I'm letting this get to me. Dang, I'm getting this get to me. And like, I feel pretty, like, like at the, at the first, at the first moment, I feel like I'm just upset, you know? Um, it's like, I'm, I'm more upset, not at the insecurities. I'm upset at the letting the insecurities get to me, um, and have an impact on me. Um, but, you know, for anybody who's going through something like that and they feel embarrassed about the things that they're going through and, you know, they, they don't like to share, they don't like to open up about it, they don't even like to acknowledge it, I want to, you to understand that, yo, you must acknowledge everything that you need to fight. These things need to be fought. These things need to be conquered. These things God needs to deliver you from. You have to acknowledge it, whether you're acknowledging it to somebody like a confidant, whether you're acknowledging it to yourself, whether you are acknowledging it when you pray to God, these things have to be acknowledged because they have to be fought away. If you don't acknowledge them, then you're not fighting them. If you're not fighting them, they are there to stay. Always remember that. Always remember that. I feel like even us thinking it, is embarrassing is just influence from satan because of course he would want us to think it's embarrassing so then we don't fight off the evil spirits that he's trying to send our way the evil thoughts that he's trying to send our way we just try to ignore it and brush it under the rug and that's his that's his zone right there the things that we try to ignore and brush under the rug that's like satan's zone because he gets to stay there now he gets to stay somewhere in our head that we just stored him off to but when we fight things we can cast him out cast out every every evil spirit from your mind there's a verse on that. Um, I think it's in like somewhere in Corinthians and like, please Google this stuff. Cause I didn't really write down verses today. Cause I, I mean, I just really wanted to get behind this mic and be transparent and tell you guys my story. But there's a verse in Corinthians that talks about putting thoughts into the captivity in, in the obedience of Christ that, that God and through his mighty power can break down strongholds in your mind. Um, so Google that Google those keywords. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but um, embarrassment. Don't be embarrassed for what you're going through. You didn't choose to go through what you're going through. God didn't put you in some type of like candy store and say, pick out which struggle that you want. No, you didn't choose this. You didn't choose to get attacked by Satan. 
You didn't choose for him to wake you up and and make you anxious and wake you up and make you feel insecure or whatever. You didn't you didn't tell him to do that, but he's done it. The fight has been brought to your doorstep. You can either ignore it, you know what I'm saying, and it's going to continue to knock, and then at some point it's going to break down your door and whoop on you, or you can answer the door and you could whoop on it. That's those are your only two options. Unfortunately, those are your only two options. Um. Moving forward, I wanted to talk about influence. So basically, you know, I, I I always refer back to this episode, episode nine, the criteria, one of the most important and influential episodes that I think I've ever um, preached. And <clears throat> basically, you know, I talked about how my insecurities, like for me, I feel like in order for me to be whatever i had to like meet this list of criterion you know what i'm saying and like one of the most of the things on that i think all of the things that were on that list of like you know what the devil was telling me i needed to be um what i needed to do um in order to feel like i was something somebody it all related back to people like this whole thing that i'm talking about how being obsessed with how people perceived me it always related back to people um, and it's just so funny because when you realize that, you know, your source of identity comes from God, um, you know, everything that you do in this life that you try to prove yourself with, most of the time it's out of your control. Like if I were to just define myself based on how other people perceive me, like, sure, like, you know, you can do your best to give a first impression to somebody and that can somehow try to like, you know, control how they view you but for the most part you can't really control what people do you can't control how much people value you you can't control how much people think you're important or think you're significant you can't control like you know what i'm saying people for liking you like it's just you can be nice but then here's a twist like there's been times where i'm like trying to fit in and i'm trying to change up who i am just because i feel like it's this act that's going to maximize um you know how how much somebody would like me how much somebody would think i was you know a cool person or whatever it might be um i started acting like not myself i started thinking of what 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 who what, who's the person that i need to be in order to get this person to perceive me in the way i want them to perceive me so now i'm not even acting like myself i'm, I'm acting like something else but we have to understand that yo like when your source of identity comes from um the amount of people that approve of you you don't control people so really what you're saying is that you've put your identity in something, you've put the source of your identity in something that you can't control. And not to mention that you have to also understand that, yo, these people that you're putting your identity in are also influenced by Satan. Because there's something that Kendra said to me before, and I'll never forget it. And she said that Satan does not have power. Satan has influence. Or if he has a power, then his influence, <laughs> you feel me? It's not, it's not, he can't make you do anything, but he can influence you to do things. Satan can influence anybody. So when you look at other people for your source, for, for the source of your identity, for them to define you, how long does it take before Satan can influence them? And when they influence them, they could influence, they can influence you. So indirectly, when you look at other people to help define who you are as a human being all the time, and this is just what you do, 
you are indirect indirectly making yourself vulnerable to being controlled by satan himself and let me back up real quick because i said you know you're putting your source of your identity in something that you can't control no matter what you're putting your identity in something that you cannot control because it's either putting it in other people and in satan's hands or you're putting it in god's hands but the thing is when you put your identity in god's hands and you plug into god and you plug into a relationship with god you recognize that with god on your side if god is for you who can be against you you recognize that you are everything that god says about you in the bible you're everything that the holy spirit has ministered to you about that's who you are like he said to um, prophet Jeremiah, I've ordained you, sanctified you to be a prophet. You're a prophet. Here are my words and you are going to set up, pull down, break down, whatever, all the stuff that he was saying um, Jeremiah was going to do. Jeremiah's identity was voiced out to him from God. You know, we talk about value, we talk about worth, but Jesus is the one that died on the cross for you and me. Let's talk about value. Let's talk about worth. That's indicative of who you are. That's indicative of how much God thinks you worth, thinks you're worth. And he's an all-knowing God. So if he says you're worth Jesus Christ dying on the cross for, that's worth a lot. It is. And it doesn't matter if anybody else in your life sees it or anybody else in your life acknowledges it. That's how much you are worth. And when he says you are more than a conqueror, then you are more than a conqueror. When he says that you are favored, you are favored. When he says that you are blessed, you are blessed. When he says that you are complete, you are complete. Everything he says about you is true. When he says that you are a royal priesthood, you are the elect, then you are a royal priesthood and you are the elect. Don't let Satan indirectly influence you through other people because you're trying to look at other people to see if you're who you are. This is not when you look at everything like that, you realize that I mean, at least for me, I realize that a lot of the times where I'm thinking I'm I'm. I'm in a battle to try and, you know, solidify my self-image. It's not about just solidifying your, your self-image. It's not about just coming up with your self-image, defining your self-image. It's more so like a fight over the control of your self-image when it comes to this stuff. Because if you if you look to other people, then you're indirectly being influenced by Satan and Satan is controlling your self-image. Whereas if you get your self-image from the person who created you, that right there man that's that's where you want to get it that's where the goalpost is at um i drew out a map you know like i like to write things down i like to journal just trying to like trace why i felt like i always needed to like fulfill all the things on like the criteria list and stuff like that um you know like because you know the things that were on that criteria list were like you know, I mean, is everything had to do with people's approval. Everything had to do with people's approval. So I was insecure, right? And I discovered that, you know, this is the criteria list. This is what, you know, the devil was saying that I need to do in order to be something, right? But I didn't really understand what that something was. Like I in my head it was if I can check all the 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 items on this list and I would be that this something, you know, this image. And I I was thinking to myself, what is this image? that I'm talking about. What is it? Um, 
And then, like, you know, I started to continue to, to reflect and um, the Holy Spirit was just guiding me. And, you know, that image was, I guess I'll label it that guy in, in quotation marks, that guy, if that makes any sense, the it guy, whatever. I don't know, that guy, an image of a great guy that everybody, you know, revers and everybody respects and everybody loves and all that different stuff. And, you know, I started to ask myself, why do I want to be that guy? What does that guy get? Um, and I wrote down some things and, you know, I recognize that that guy gets a lot of glory and not to mention that that guy, um, everybody believes him to be great and amazing. And because of that, it's easier to view him as the person that God has called to do great things. I'm going to try and say that again. As I was reflecting and the Holy Spirit was ministering to me, the Holy Spirit tied my attraction to wanting to fulfill all of these, you know, get approved from everybody. He tied my attraction of that to the fact that I was doubting if I was who God called me to be. I was insecure. Why was I insecure? Because even though I knew I was great and I was going to do great things, um, God was going to use me to do great things, right? Um, I didn't feel like it. So what happened was I started to try and prove that I was who I thought I was already by getting people's approval. Because I felt like if I got people's approval, then, you know, everybody would love me. And when you when you think of somebody who's doing something great for God... And, and God has called somebody to do great things. You know, sometimes you think like, oh, like then everybody loves that person. That person's getting all the glory. Everybody can believe and agree that, yeah, this person is sent from God. And for whatever reason, I didn't feel like. It's really hard to articulate. I'm not going to lie. This whole time I've been trying to. Be who God has called me to be, if that makes sense. Um, by fulfilling this criteria that the devil has given me. That says that I can't be who God's created me to be until I get everyone's approval. And it's just so funny because when you recognize that God creates you as the person he and ordains you and sanctifies you to be the person that he wants you to be, you don't earn your way to be the person that God has created you to be. You just are. And it's just so funny to me because when you look at Matthew chapter four, um, and I and I advise you to please read that. Jesus was literally going through the exact same thing and devil was just um, tempting him and saying, if you are the son of God, then you should do this. Or if you are the son of God then you should do that. And it just makes you think, man, if 
He was saying that Jesus had to do certain things in order to prove to himself that he was who God created him to be. The same way the devil was speaking to me and saying that I needed to do certain things to prove to myself that I am who God has created me to be. I am who God has called me to be. For some reason, I need approval from other people to be who God has wanted, who God created me to be. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Um, I'm just going to close out with this. There's always going to be a reason to be insecure. There will never not be a reason to be insecure. If you really look hard um, and be very vigilant in your search, you will always find a reason to be insecure. Sometimes you don't even have to look hard. Maybe somebody treats you off. Somebody treats you in a way that you felt like you didn't, you shouldn't be treated. Um, just know that there's always going to be a reason to be insecure. But the truth remains that God has created you to be who he's called you to be. Simple as that. He's created you to be something. Um, and no matter how people perceive you, that doesn't change. The only thing that you need to be vigilant with is just making sure you are obedient and you are walking in his purpose for your life um so yeah i mean this is very i feel like this episode is very different from you know other episodes that i've recorded but you know i really hope that this moment of transparency could translate to you somehow you know just about like you know whatever whatever you could be insecure about or anxious about or doubtful about just know that like there's ways that the devil like attacks you and does certain things and like you have to really take in the time take the time to unpack what it is that you're going through and why you care about it so much unpack your mental process figure out the devil's plan and the word of god is there for you read matthew chapter 4 google that place that i talked about in corinthians um and I hope that if you're feeling insecure right now, I want you to know that, yo, there's always going to be a reason to be insecure, but do recognize the truth in your life. Do recognize that the truth is that you're so valuable that Jesus Christ decided to die for you. The truth is that you are more than a conqueror and you will conquer these things too through Christ. Um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for everyone listening right now, Lord Jesus, and the message that you've given um, all of us, God, and you know, I, I'm starting to think that the only reason why I faced this attack this past weekend, Lord Jesus, was so I can get behind this mic and talk about it with somebody else. And maybe this episode was for one person, maybe. Um, but I pray that you bless however many people that um, needed to hear this, oh God, and that it truly does make a shift in their life, oh God. That they start to really just depend on you and nothing but you for their self-image. Father God, that they don't stress themselves out trying to control how other people perceive them in order to control their own self-image, oh God. Neither do they um, give control to Satan, give way for the influence of Satan, Lord Jesus, over their lives, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you help us, Lord Jesus, to be free in you, oh God, to know exactly who we are, Lord Jesus, and to move accordingly, oh God, to never question it. To never, to never doubt it, Lord Jesus, and to just maneuver and live and talk and walk in such a fashion, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have an amazing week. It's an amazing week. It is an amazing day. 
God has given you the gift of life, the gift of breath, the gift that you have in your life to, to fill out, to fulfill his will, to fulfill the tasks in front of you. You are sufficient. You are sufficient. If, have, if nobody has told you that in a while, you are sufficient in all things. Love you guys. Have a great week. Peace. Peace.